Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Where Saskatchewan sports fans come to talk. This is the Sports Cage on Sports Radio 620 CKRM. This is the Wednesday edition of the Sports Cage. Brendan McGuire and Ryan McNally with you on this edition of the program. Still ahead in Hour 3, we will touch base with Dan Rasevich on this week's Where Are They Now? Brought to you by Flora Coverings International. Uh, today's show is brought to you by the Conexus Art Center. High Valley with Tim and the Glory Boys. February 20th at the Conexus Art Center. Tickets available at ConexusArtCenter.ca. Uh, on tomorrow's edition of the program, it will be Barney Shinkruck hosting, and he'll be joined by Sharkey and Craig Adam. They'll talk CFL free agency. Former Pats general manager Bob Strum, the Strummer will join them and beat reporter for the Utah Jazz Sam Farnsworth on the Jazz owner application for an NHL team that's kind of interesting Salt Lake for an NHL city and Jason Ripplinger from the Moose Jaw Warriors of course been a very busy uh, calendar 2024 since the trade deadline for the Warriors as they make their push right to the end but right now we go out on the Western Pizza hotline and we are joined by Luke Mullinder who has been the color analyst on this program or on this radio station I should say on Rough Rider Radio since 2017 was that your first year Luke 2017 it was either that or 2016 first year in the new stadium wasn't it yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, that's right. It is. It was the first year in the new stadium, so whatever that is. How could you ever doubt me, Luke? Come on, you know I've got an encyclopedic mind, even on your own career and what you're doing with your broadcast endeavors. Yeah, totally. I don't know what the oh, why why I would even doubt that. My bad. <laughs> Everybody seems to think that the Rough Riders are the big winner in free agency again, like we thought this time a year ago. And uh, Farhan Lalji uh, says it. We're hearing it from people outside of Saskatchewan. Do you feel like this is a big upgrade going from Jamal Morrow to A.J. Olette as the main running back? It's so hard. You know, again, you don't want to win champion, 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 uh, sorry, paper championships, right? Like, you know, like the offseason is great. I, I do think AJ that's a huge upgrade. Um, here's, here's one of the things I don't think that people are – it's sort of like I talked about Jameer Thurman. Jameer Thurman was going to come in here, and he's a guy that knows exactly – what Coach Mace wants to run and why he's running it and what type of plays that, you know, that are going to go into the scheme. A.J. Olette, when you look at a guy like Mark Mueller, who's coming in here as a first-time offensive coordinator, this is a guy that has spent the last 10 years coaching in an organization that understands that you win up front with offensive linemen, but he also has coached backs that – emulate the skill set that A.J. Ouellette has. So John Cornish, Jerome Messam, Kadeem Carey's a tough runner. So when you look at Mark Mueller and the guys that you want to put around him, give him guys that are going to make it easy schematically. Give him guys that he's used to, you know, he's used to in terms of skill sets and abilities. So, so A.J. Ouellette on his own, is a great player, and I'm excited about him because he's, I still feel like he's got a few years left of great football in him. But A.J. Ouellette, paired with Mark Mueller, I think also gives Mueller a, a much easier time assimilating here into Ryder Nation as their offensive coordinator. 
The quarterback sacks have been a massive issue here the last couple of years. It wasn't as bad last year as it was the year before, but with a quick-release quarterback by like Trevor Harris and the fact that you do have a thumper like A.J. Olet who can help with the blocking, I mean, I'm not saying... I don't even know enough about the sport to know if Jamal Morrow was a was a good blocker or not. You've actually played the sport, so unlike most of us watching and trying to analyze it, you actually know what you're talking about. Uh, are we at a point now where, with the extra blocking help that A.J. Olette should be able to offer and Trevor Harris getting the ball out probably faster than any other quarterback in the league, that this sack issue should be a thing of the past, finally, once and for all? Yeah, Trevor Harris does get the ball out quickly. I, I think that bringing a guy like Jamarcus Hardrick um, in here. Listen, I just said you don't want to win championships on paper, but when you look at the potential lineup, you got Hardrick, Furland, Peter Godber, and Philip Blake. I'm not sure who's going to end up at the left tackle position, but I, I mean, that's a significant upgrade from the offensive line two years ago. Uh, I, I think that um, Jamal Morrow was, was really good um, in terms of blocking, but you got to remember, uh, they may have lost Albert Awachi, who, by the way, Albert Awachi, while he was in Ryder Green, was fantastic for them. He was an absolute star in his role. He reminds me a lot of Marcus Adams, the guy I played with uh, back in the day, where he just he did everything that you, the team wanted him to do. It didn't show up in the stat sheet necessarily, but I, I think that he was a really good player. But you've got a guy like Bruno LaBelle in there, right? You need other guys around there. You'll have some, some extra blockers in the offensive depth. Right, Logan Bandy's had a t- had a ton of reps. Um, Zach Fry continues to probably be developed. Right, you're going to bring back guys that were here last year that were American. So you're going to be able to to play with the blocking surfaces that you get. But again, I I think that AJ Ouellette, this is a guy that you know he's not necessarily known for the fast, but he's going to be able to stick his nose in there. So they they're definitely not losing anything um, uh, when it, when you compare Ouellette coming in and Morrow leaving. Our guest on the Western Pizza Hotline is Luke Mullinder, writer analyst on Rider Radio 620 CKRM. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, salads, all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. You know, when I come to the park, as you know, I bring my little transistor radio because that is literally the only way to get a live play-by-play feed. That there's no other way to get a live play-by-play feed. You're going to have, you can go online, you can do the TSN, but there's a big delay and it screws everything up. So I've listened yeah. to you guys on the broadcast over the years, and uh, I've heard you comment uh, that in the previous regime at times, in the front four on the defensive side, they just weren't looking quite stout enough. And that was always yeah. a concern. Are you concerned at all about the loss of... Um, Pete Robertson. I mean, he was a pretty important part of that pass rush, and that's been a concern in the last couple of years when this team has faded so badly uh, over the last seven games of the year. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't think that this team loses a ton in Pete Robertson. Now, he, now having said that, he's a guy that I was hoping they'd bring back because he's an athletic guy. I thought that maybe you know there, there was a chance that he might do some good things in, in some of the things I've seen Coach Mace roll out defensively, especially up front with the stunts and twists. But I'll tell you what, I mean, getting a guy um, like – Carney, Malik Carney here to, here through free agency. This is a guy, you know, it, it always happens. The light bulb comes on in year three. I mean, he's, he's, he's stepped up his game while he was with Hamilton. And we're getting a guy here 
uh, is that's going to be in his CFL prime. Um, I think that he's an athletic guy. I think they're going to be able to use him in a lot of ways. And don't forget, I, I think there's guys that last year showed a lot when they were given the opportunity. A guy that I, I you know, that I'm going to have my eyes on specifically when we get to training camp is Christian Albright. Uh, when he was playing last year towards the end of the year, I thought he was doing really well. I think that they're going to be a lot more stout. Remember, Miles Brown missed most of the season last year, and and he's coming back. But the big thing here is obviously bringing back Micah. If he stays healthy, he's a force. He had a fantastic year last year. But again, we talked about the last time I was on the show, Anthony Lanier. If he's moving back down into that defensive tackle spot, that changes the game for Micah and the rest of these guys. So again, yes, whenever you lose a guy like, Pete Robertson, great character. He's a funny guy. He's, he's great to be around, brings a lot of energy. That's always, you're always going to lose something. But again, when you look at Carney coming in here, when you look at the combinations they're going to be play, able to play with, with Lanier, a healthy Brown, a healthy Micah Johnson, and some of the younger guys they got, like Albright. Don't forget, they got they drafted Corte Moore very early on last year. He's going he's gonna to be asked to take another step up. Um, a guy like Brian Cox Jr. there, Nick Daly, when he's been getting opportunities on special and, and in the defense, he's always done some good things. So I, I think that this defensive line, I, I think that they've got the ability to surprise some people. And again, you don't want to just sort of preface everything by saying that they've, that they've got to stay healthy. But I mean, that's the environment we're in in the Canadian Football League. But it's also the environment that every team has to deal with these days. Teams have to stay healthy. And if this defensive front stays healthy with the guys that they got coming back, plus the guys that they've had in the room and the guys they've added, I, I think they've got a chance to be good. Luke, I asked Farhan Lalji this uh, earlier this uh, show. Uh, I may have asked you this on Thursday, too, but uh, now that these guys are officially on paper, where are the holes uh, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders still? Ooh, where are the holes for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? That's a really good question. I, listen, I, I, think that, I think they've got to identify a left tackle, right? I, I think that consistently over the last few years um, when with the other coaching staff, uh, the left tackles, the tackles in general were, were a question mark, but they've never really identified that guy at left tackle. And if you look at the success of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, if you look at the success of, of teams in the past that have won championships, they've always had a left tackle, right? I, I remember going up against Montreal when they won back-to-back great cups, and, and their tackles were always awesome, but they had guys like Josh Bork, right? I think the left tackle is something that you definitely want to see um, as as solidified coming out of training camp. I think there's going to be a little bit of a question on who steps in to the wide receiver spot in terms of a deep threat, in terms of a guy that can stretch a defense. But again, who knows, right? Mark Mueller might come in here and Mark Mueller might say, hey, look, you know what? We're going to work with what we got and, 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 and we're, gonna, we're not going to be a team that, that looks to hit the big play, right? It all depends on, on how you look at the guys that you have in the building. But I think that, yeah, you'd, you'd want to identify another wide receiver in that group. I know that they've got some good guys coming back. Again, Sean Bain Jr., bringing him back is huge but I think that those would be probably um, the two spots offensively and you know what defensively I think that you're always looking for for Canadians um 
to be able to play this game and, and give you a ton of reps. And again, I'm not sure that that it's a, it's a gap, but I, I'd love to see Forte Moore take another step. I'm really excited about Eau Claire that they brought in from Ottawa, right? And and again, you want to see um, continued development from guys like Jackson Ford, Jaden Dalkey, Lacombo. So I think that there's real opportunities there. We, we talked a bit about the defensive line, and I'd love to talk about that, and that was your position when you played uh, throughout your career, that uh, nine-year career that you had in the Canadian Football League. Miles Brown, you mentioned him earlier. He's a load. He's a big dude. He checks in, uh, I think he's listed at six foot two, 320 pounds. He's only 26, and I've always felt like we have not yet scratched the surface on the potential that this young man has. Do you oh. feel the same way? Man, yeah, there's nothing wrong with what you said. I completely agree. Before Miles Brown got hurt, he was was having a fantastic year. I really did think so. And I'm really excited about them bringing him back and him being healthy. You're right. He plays stout. He's not the tallest guy, but he uses his hands well. He's got some really good tools. And listen, he was turning into more of a pass rusher. Again, the the problem with Miles Brown was he just got injured and it, 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 it stopped all of his momentum. So I'm hoping that he can recapture some of that because he is a guy. You're exactly right. He's only 26. The light bulb's just coming on for him as well. Right? Like, this guy came in, he was figuring out the Canadian Football League. The Americans got to figure out that one yard off the ball rule. They got to figure out how the ratio works to know, you know, where their value is as pass rushers or run defenders, things like that, right? Like, he, 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 he's got all that now, right? Now it's, it's a matter of him just coming back and recapturing the momentum. And I think he can because I'm a huge fan of his. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a huge fan of Miles Brown, and I can't wait till this training camp comes. And, of course, we're going to save this episode. It'll stay in the podcatcher app so that when Miles leads the league in sacks this year, you and I will both look like geniuses for having Absolute this discussion geniuses. before the year yeah. starts. Um, hey, listen, before we let you go, just a quick thought. Uh, your old teammate, Kerry Joseph, now the quarterback coach of the Chicago Bears, we had him on this program last week. Uh, your thoughts on KJ climbing the coaching ladder in the National Football League? Well, it's great to see. And, and you know, Kerry Joseph is a guy, first of all, there's still a bunch of guys, including me, that would run through a brick wall for the guy. I mean, he, he's as good as leaders came um, in the Canadian Football League when I was there. But, but Kerry Joseph actually is, is a great example of where the Canadian Football League needs to get to. Kerry Joseph is developing as a young coach in the NFL. He's going to get his opportunities there. I'd love to see this league become a destination for a guy like Kerry Joseph as well. Right, not just waiting for a, for an offensive coordinator position or a head coaching position to pop up, but but if we can continue to keep guys interested like Kerry Joseph, that's gonna that's gonna work out for everybody, right? I always look at guys that come back like Milanovic, and I've looked at guy and I look at guys that 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 have never sniffed the CFL since, like Coach Danny Barrett in in the in, of the Houston Texans, right? We we need to keep good coaches around, and when you see guys like Burris, like Kerry Joseph, guys that are going down into the NCAA and the NFL. You hope that the CFL continues to develop avenues um, behind uh, coming back to the Canadian Football League when you do, because coaching matters in this league. 
And um, we need to continue to create pipelines of great coaching. Um, the, the product, right, is, is, is really at risk of falling off um, if, if you don't have guys. Because, again, the talent, the, the football players, the guys in between the white line, that supply is always going to outweigh demand. What's not going to uh, outweigh demand in terms of supply is the coaching and quality coaches that we can bring in, right? So I'm hoping that we find a way to continue to build our pipeline to the young coaches like Kerry Joseph. But honestly, man, it's awesome to see. And, heck, he's got Justin Fields down there if they don't screw things up and, and trade him for uh, to draft Caleb uh, uh, Evans. But, man, I'm telling you, like, Justin Fields, that was Kerry Joseph's skill set when he was in the Canadian Football League. So it, it's just really good to see good people like Kerry succeeding and building, man, because because you, you're pulling for those guys. You're pulling for guys like Burris. You're pulling for all the young guys that are down there in the NCAA that you played with and you shared locker room spaces with, man. So it's great to see, but I would hope that the CFL also continues to open up avenues to where this is a viable league for them to come back to and not just a fallback plan. Very well said, my good man. And uh, like KJ said when he was on these airwaves last week, he said, remember, I represent the CFL everywhere I go. So you're right. I think yeah. a lot of us are, are rooting for him. Great job as always. Absolutely. Take the rest of the Wednesday off, and we'll talk again soon. Have a good show, man. See you guys later. Thanks, Luke. That is Cool Hand Luke Mullender joining us on the Western Pizza Hotline. He feels pretty good about the riders and their free agent pickups, just like Farhan Lalji. Uh, I better... Take a quick time out. You're listening to the Sports Cage on the Voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM.